as we welcome Ohema to share her testimony with us. Tell us what happened to you. Hi, my name is Ohema. I'm part of the choir. And my testimony is about how God blessed me with a new phone. Um, so, um, a few Sundays ago, after service, we were waiting for revival at 7. And I was sitting in front of the office and Pastor Sean was coming. So when I, I told him that, oh, Pastor Sean, I need a new phone. And he just casually said, receive a new phone. And I said, I receive it. But I laughed, I laughed about it initially. And I remembered um, LPG used to tell us not to despise um, casual prophecies. So I really took it seriously and I prayed about it. And then when we went home for Easter, my brother told me that he was going to get me something because of my average that increased. So, yeah. so what he told me he was going to get me, that's what I was expecting. And when I went home, I met him at home and he went into his room and he came back and he handed me a box. And when, and when I opened, when I, there was something covering it, so I lifted it and I saw that it was a new phone. And what shocked me the most was it was a phone that he wanted to buy for himself. And he got it for me. And I really want to thank God because he was, honestly, he was the last person I was expecting to buy me a new phone. I was expecting for my parents or something. And I really want to thank God. I want to encourage And I want to encourage everyone to stay after church, especially for, and to come for revival at 7 because you never know when your blessing will come. Amen. Oh, put your hands together. What a powerful testimony. You are also receiving your new, brand new, in the name of Jesus. You know, yesterday I was thinking about a very powerful story I already knew, but I didn't realize that it was this powerful. See, the madman of Gadara, when Jesus healed him, he told Jesus that he wants to save him. He wants to come full time. He wants to go and preach, cast out demons. And Jesus told him that, wait, don't come full time. The work I want you to do for me is that you should go and share your testimony to your family and your friends. So I want us to put our hands together as we welcome Belinda to come and share her testimony. Tell us what happened to you. Hi everyone. My name is Belinda and I'm in the choir. Okay. Last Sunday, everything was okay until Monday around 6.30 a.m. I woke up to go to class and then I wasn't feeling okay. So I, I, I sent a message to mommy. I told her, mommy, I'm feeling very weak. And then she said, go to the hospital. That was it. So I, I texted someone and then left no reply. She was in class. So I went out to call the bot and then all I was I collapsed. I didn't see anything. So when I woke up I was in the hospital and then the doctor said they should give her two drips of water. And then uh, they gave it to me. I was just there. And then the the woman said, ah, are you okay? I said, Yes, I'm fine. She said, Okay, so what's wrong with you? And I said I don't know. 
So she checked and then she said malaria blood and then there's a possibility that you have ulcer. And so I, I told the woman, no, I don't have it. She said, okay, we have to admit this lady. So one nurse came back and then she said, the room is full. She has to sleep on the floor. And then I said, no, I'm okay. So please check and then so that whatever you have to give, I'll go back to my room. I wasn't feeling well at all. So I came back. They gave me two injections and then a whole lot of that. So I came back and then I was feeling very weak. But well, I didn't title my testimony. It's how being connected has helped me. So I was there and then I was waiting for someone to come and check up on me. But my class, no one. I was there and then a, a call. I texted a friend. When she saw them, she just ran to my place. And I was there like been with me for the past four days or so, like she's always for me like i was like ah but i just changed that small change that i'm doing my best to come and then see the way she's none of my called my parents and then they said oh they're at work and, and then they sent me money all right but it didn't come it was after the four days but get it to be the third day and i saw my mother and my uncle i was like hey this was so what if I wasn't even in school, like, by that time I was in a cemetery, what would you do? They came and, but I really blessed God for this house, because I was really pampered, like, oh, I really spent, I, I really spent for me for this opportunity, and I want to encourage everyone to come, just be around, because even when I was, I was like, ah, so, it's not church, I'm always around in the room, like, what am I not doing anything? So I really forced myself to be in the cool my tank play because I wasn't doing anything. I was just so I'm encouraging everyone to be in church. Thank you very much. Oh, put your hands together. Somebody says stay connected and prosper. Yes, amen. Let's put hands together and welcome Irene to share her testimony. Irene, are you here? Oh, encourage her as she comes. Amen. Tell us what happened to you. Amen. Okay, so my name is Irene. I'm part of the Gathering Service Choir. So, my testimony is in two parts. Yes, it's about how God... Okay, please, I'm also part of the understanding campaign. Okay, so, the first one is of how God has been providing for me of late. So, like, when I came to school... Although my parents have been giving me money, but when it gets to a particular time that um, it's like the money they've given to me is not enough. God has surprisingly raised people in this particular church that provide for me. Like when I just call them, they'll be like, oh, like even if it does the last on them, they give it to me. And I really want to thank God for such a favor given unto me. And then also the second one is about how God has I have given this testimony before how God has um, saved I and my family for, um, from the spirit of death. So 
when Bishop Stephon came here for a convention with us, he actually prayed against all family altars. And then he prayed for me concerning the spirit of death. Recently, during the conventions that Mommy held for Holy Hill and Shemen, by God's grace, I happened to be at Holy Hill. And that particular day, I wanted to go there. Like, things happened that would have made me not to go at all. But then by God's grace, I went there and then Bishop Ernest also prayed. Like, I was like, oh, now I'm free. I'm free from everything. I was like, oh, nobody's after my life anymore. But then when he was praying and he was like, I can sense the spirit of death around. And then he prayed that you shall not die prematurely. All I could realize was I was somersaulting in the, on the floor. And like... So I, I, I really want to thank God. I really want to thank God. And from that convention, He has really prayed for us and given us prophetic directions that I know that after those directions, my life will never be the same. And I want to encourage us all, as Daddy said, that we should stay connected and prosper. Let us do our best to stay connected. Amen. Oh, put your hands together. Stay connected and prosper. Stay connected and prosper. Now, we have come to the best part of the service. Ladies and gentlemen, last week, no, no, no. Last week we had a phenomenal preacher who gave one of the best illustrations I've had in my life. He was explaining that when your mother is on the way, she tells you to set the fire. And how many of you agree that the fire already? So today it's time for Jalop. Somebody said Jalop. So stand to your feet and help me welcome. Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Hallelujah. When I heard it, I said that somebody is trying to return the pressure I put on him back on me. Because now they are saying that let us see whether the soup, whether they are not there. Hallelujah. But I have to say I've missed you very much and I'm so happy to be back in church. Amen. Let's pray. Father, today I ask that your word will find a place in our spirits, deep down inside us, that you will help us, oh God, deliver us from evil and cause us to be standing upright under your banner in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Take your seat. Wow. We want to, we should thank God. So many things were going on yesterday. Those of us who had to travel to the wedding and back, we thank God for safety. Look, if you can avoid it, never travel Kumasi Accra on Saturday. Is it good advice? Ha, Saturday. Saturday night. It's not, what's telling about? Not, not, not. Yeah, that's the only description. I mean, hi. It's not a road. Already it's not a, a road. But Saturday night. Oh, the traffic crumble will take it like that. Dangerous driving. Hush. 
Ah, you didn't see the dangerous driving going on on the road. How many of you saw it? Overtaking that, it should have ended in people dying. Or, then by the grace of God. We watched some car be yet. Look, I said, this man, he doesn't know God loves him. When you overtake a car, you overtake and then you work your way. He had to enter like this. A tipper was coming. It was his fault. I beg, what was the car? Was it a tanker or an articulator or something? The articulator. They can't dodge. Ah, already they don't want to dodge, but they also cannot dodge. <laughs> Are you with me? And he was looking at death like said, hey. But we thank God for grace. Amen. So we too, that's our testimony. All who traveled yesterday and came, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. There are so many things we want to talk about. And today I'm going to ask you to have a little patience. I'm preaching very shortly. At the end of the preaching, I'm going to ask us to have the communion we didn't have this month. Because at the time, many were home. The first Sunday. And I feel that what our father prayed over at the Good Friday. Some of you, apart from all the things I said, you didn't listen. So I want us to have this first communion with our father's word. Amen. Is that okay? So it's being sorted out at the end of the service. We'll do that. I'm saying it because that means that it's a little different, a little longer, but so important. So important. Are you here or you have traveled? Do not take things lightly at all. Are you here? Sometimes it is a word. Look at Ohima's testimony. He said, you will have it. A casual word. A casual word, but it yields something. Yeah. How much more when a father has decided? Brother, I'm preaching. I don't know why you are standing. Yeah. Are you here? Yeah. It's a casual word. How much more when a father has shedda to, to, to his inside? Is it English? To throw his inside to bless us and to, you know, some of you I know have listened to it over and over, but I know that in every house there are some stubborn ones. Yeah, I know that every house please ask your neighbor I, I hope you are not the one in your house who is like that Yeah, many of us have good intentions but the good intention just doesn't materialize and so because of you today we will do our communion again with our father's words is that okay I said is that okay powerful and then the third thing that we will do, which has also been done before, we have sought partners for Healing Jesus campaign somewhere away. Some didn't know about it, and so we will give you that opportunity. So you can see that we have a few things to do today. Amen. But tell your neighbor, that's why we came. And I hope you know that it's the whole day that belongs to God. So we cry, we are disobeying in that we have cut it into half. So when we come to church, we are in church. Amen. Oh, I said Amen. This morning, some of you, you were late because you were watching music awards. When the awards, when the awards are late, nobody sends them a message to say that, eh, you are taking time. Look, if we don't sleep early, we'll not be able to go to church early and things. You didn't send any such message. So you have come late. So you two, two let us do the church. Is, is it a good... Uh... People are not in a hurry. Only Christians are, they don't have time for their God. Hey. Let's not go down there today. Hallelujah. Well, 
We're going to be speaking and talking this month from a book that is so important. I, I love it most of all for its title. One of you is a devil. One of you is the devil. I want you to look at your neighbor well. Just in case. <laughs> and before you start to get offended, I need to inform you that these are the words of Jesus Christ himself. It wasn't even Paul who said it. It wasn't Peter. It was Jesus, the son of God himself. He didn't say one of you resembles a devil or you look like a devil. He didn't say that. You are. He said one of you is a devil. Hey! Very strong words. So what do you think? Strong and frightful words. Yeah. And when you look at it, you want to water it down a little. You know, pour oil on it small and say, oh, they say, they are trying to say that uh, you look like a devil, you know. Try to, oh, you are not a devil, but you know something, something. No, 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 no. Jesus Christ says, I have chosen 12 of you and one of you is a devil. Hmm. Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, what do you think? Why did he say that? You see, in this world, if you are going to be called something, it is because you have characteristics of those things. So, if you are going to say, let's say for instance, you didn't have anywhere to stay, so you went to stay in a garage. You can stay in the garage where we park cars. You can live all your life there. Eat breakfast there. Eat lunch there. Have your children there. Make it a home. But no matter what you do, we will never call you a car. Why will we not call you a car? Because a car, it has a certain kind of body. It, it has wipers. Do you have a wiper? That's it. <laughs> okay, what about ties? Do you have ties? Okay, what about engine? So it doesn't matter that you are sitting in the garage. It doesn't matter that you are even living there. When you come out and say, I am a car, we will take you to mental hospital. That no, something is not working. Yeah, yeah. Are you with me? And it's because the characteristics of the thing called a car, you don't have them. Hey. That's also why you can be in church. You can come to church. You can be in every meeting. You can even be a contributor. You can even be a shouter. But for some people, you will arrive at the gate and Jesus says he will tell you, I knew you not. And you will say, ah, but I was in church. I used to come to church all the time. I was shouting, but when I'm not around, you know, when Millicent is away, then she will get a, a text from me that, ah, but you, why? You know, I have some two or three shouters in the church. <laughs> She's one. Tim's is the other. So when I'm generally moving around, my ear has located. Yesterday I was preaching in the uh, church. And then I heard, as I said, this one is none other than Honorable Tim's. Are you here? You can be doing all that. But when you get to heaven, 
and you are trying to say that I, this and this and this and this so admit me to heaven that is when Jesus will now come and say that hey wait for people who belong here by the way some of you, you actually missed a very nice I think I think the, the, the cool my tongue was the best stage play we have done so far yeah uh, are you there? So all cool my tongue, uh, cast and workers, you are you are invited to a special lunch with me this afternoon. Yeah, they are only now hearing it. Please, if you were not inside, don't come. Oh. Don't come. The only people who can campaign to join maybe maybe multiplication campaign people maybe they cry maybe 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 maybe. I, anyway, that was beside the point. Oh. We were all working. We were also here. Uh, but Ashes, were you not inside the custom? I shall check my numbers. Oh, I shall pray for you. Ah, but, so why are they adding themselves? Ah. Oh, don't worry, please. We're just doing what's expected of us. I'm talking about all those who did something here. Look, all of us did some. We prayed. We went to an outreach. I'm not talking about any of you. Because you are not the ones who have spent time. Yeah, you are not the ones who spent all night. One of the days, I saw Lady Pastor Joan and I was very happy her mother was not here. Because the way she was looking tired, I knew that Charlie, if her mom was here, I'll get like, what are you people doing to my daughter? Anyway, but Jesus will say to you that, so, you believed in me. He said, well, I believe in you. Because I believe I'm coming to heaven. It's not enough. Then he will refer you to James chapter 2 and verse 19. All the demons, they also believe and they even tremble. Hey. Yeah. Please, what is this new revelation? <laughs> Are you with me this, this afternoon? Yeah. And then he will ask you whether you received him as your Lord and Savior. To them that received him. To them that received him. Are you getting it? He says that you must confess it. So it is something that makes you like that. And so when we say that one of you is a devil, it means that when you're my the way you do your things, you know, how you are, you know, how you are. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, are you there? And they are human beings who walk in the sins of devils. Yes, they walk in the sins and the character. The, the things you do, the type of things you do, you see. I keep on telling you that you should buy your Macarius and you want me to be begging you, but I will not beg you. Because as for this one, it's up to you. Yeah. Between this book, one of you is a devil. And this one, know your invisible enemy. Yeah. You need them. You need them. Because we are walking in a certain kind of era of life. And people have fallen into things. There are so many places, even on campus. They are preaching. But when you watch what they are saying is not in the Bible. Parallel. Parallel. Two par- parallel. Close. But not it. Not it. And many of you are falling to you. You can't, you can't even see the difference. Hey. The church is quiet. Yeah. They are very quiet. Yeah. It's close, parallel, like this. Yeah. Recently, I was sent a, 
video. It was, it was actually a video that somebody had put on his own, you know, a YouTube video. And this is somebody with a huge following and people follow and they quote the guy. And I saw the video. The man was standing in a church, in his church, and he said, what is the blood of Jesus? What do we need blood of Jesus for? And some of you are standing, hey, with his mouth. <sighs> if somebody had told me, I would have said it's a lie. So as the person is there, giving motivational speeches, sana, he doesn't believe. Yeah, because if you remove blood of Jesus, eh, all of us, you plus me, or is hell we are going. Oh, maybe I'm righteous. You are where? You are the first one. You are even leading us. Righteous. You are righteous. As you are sitting there, you are righteous. What you even said is a lie. Oh. Ajay. Are you in the house? Yeah. So, you must accept that a person in your life can be, for a moment, a living devil in action. You should also accept that you yourself are you here because we have bought one of the greatest lies of the of the devil is to give us a picture of himself that is not true that picture is the one we see in the comic books the one that we see in uh, on cartoon network the devil is always ugly he has a horn two ears, a tail I've never understood why that tail always has an arrow at the top and he's almost a comic you know, a funny figure and many of us have bought into that lie, but I came to tell you this morning that many times the devil looks just like you that's why the Bible says that he comes as an angel of light one man of God who sees, he's very prophetic sees easily into the spiritual realm he was in his room one night when he had a visitation. He has had so many visitations from the Lord that he knew that, oh, this is one other nice night. He got up and said, when he saw the Lord walking in in all his glory, he said, wow, this is another level of visit. He actually got up from his bed to kneel down in worship. And as he was about to kneel down, he heard the voice of the Holy Ghost like, look up. When he looked up, he saw the eye. Satan, the eyes were green. Satan, just as he looked up, the guy was just about to finish him. Angel of light, so close, close, parallels, not the same. It's not the same. So be careful. And some of us, the behavior that we have and the things that we do, we are doing them because we do not know that that is the behavior of the devil. Hey, hmm. Are you in the house? Hmm. The word devil is from the word diabolos. Diabolos. It means devil. And 38 times you find that word in the Bible. Jesus was led by the devil. Are you there? Into the wilderness. And so many people are like that. And they have a certain experience. I want us to quickly take a look at Matthew chapter 16 where we will meet Peter after one of his most glorious occasions with Jesus Christ. Jesus had asked the question, who do men say that I am? Said, oh, they say you are Elijah, you are this, you are that. Then Jesus said, who do you say I am? And Peter answered rightly and said, you are the son of the living God. Are you here? And Jesus commended him and said to him that 
Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Same chapter, just a few verses later. Jesus is now expressing to, to them the, the, what is ahead of him. How he's going to have to give up his life and die for him. And the same Peter, tell him about the same Peter. He pulls Jesus aside. He said, God forbid, it will never happen. You see, many of us who have said that, oh, he was very loving. Oh, he was loving Jesus. But Jesus, who knows more about the devil than you or I, immediately realized this voice, these words, I know who said it. So he didn't even say, Peter, stop what you are doing. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. He was talking to his own disciple. We have not yet called you Satan and you are misbehaving in the church like that. Some of you, we can't say anything much. It's true. Hmm? And so there are several excuses or several examples, I beg your pardon, like that. But today, I want to take you to one of the sins of the devil that we often do not know is from him. You see, if you had known, there are some people who wouldn't even allow them to live. Hmm? If people had recognized Satan's voice when Adolf Hitler was giving speeches in 1933, they would have stopped him. They didn't know it was Satan talking. By the time the man was done, 50,000, sorry, 50 million people had lost their lives. That's the whole of Ghana plus the whole of Togo. Okay, it's half of Nigeria. I mean, 50 million. Who kills 50 million people? in this life. How? How do you even do it? Please ask your neighbor, have you even killed a cat before? Do you know how hard it is? Cat, cat, cat. Have you ever killed a cat? Do you know how it is? What about a dog? Very difficult. Why am I using the example of cat and dog? Because these are the two creatures that are very, they relate to human beings. So just because they relate to us, it's not because of their size. Lions are bigger, but people kill them easier. But just because they relate to us. Many of us feel that people who kill dogs, you are very wicked. Because of the way the dogs relate and the way they trust us. And I, I, I hope you are getting the point. So to kill a human being, to kill a child, you, you are a different species. And not one, not two. We are counting. Thousand. Counting. Ten thousand. Counting. Fifteen thousand. Counting. You must be something. But you see, it was because Satan had appeared in the nature of man and people could not see it and today I want to talk to you about one such sign that's what we're going to be talking about the whole month what are the signs and when you see it in yourself decide that hey don't defend yourself no just decide that hey if this is a characteristic of the devil I refuse it I refuse it I won't have it and today we want to talk about the sins of the devil, the characteristic of the devil, conflict with authority, conflict with authority, conflict with authority. In Isaiah chapter 14, there was peace in heaven, oh, there was no issue there. And then the devil decided to have a conflict. Verse 13. For thou hast said in thy heart, we are now being told what he was saying. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. 
I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Do you see it? I will be like the most high. So this creature who was in heaven, who was a created creature himself, had gotten to a point where he was now conflicting with the one who was in authority there. I want to be in in, in charge. I want to be at the top. I want to be... Are you here? Mm, Push your neighbor and say that it's in the church. How do we find it out? There are people who fight against every level of um, authority that is there. Every level. Every level. You will hear them say, oh, but I want to be free. First of all, understand that there is nothing in the world, the entire world, like freedom. Complete freedom. Where did you see it? Have, look, who is the most powerful man in the world? Let us give an example. Donald Trump. American president. Are you watching what's going on with him? One would have thought that as, as president, he can do what he likes, he can say what he likes. Can you, look, the man, he cannot even send a tweet in peace. <laughs> Mr. Twitter, 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 I cannot tweet, tweet in peace. Hey! Everything that he does, Charlie, they are waiting for him. He cannot have a typo. He cannot have a quarrel with his wife. One time, he and his wife, you could see that some issue had come up. They, they were watching her to the extent that when he tried to hold their wife's hand and the wife did some, they caught it. They caught it and they put it up there that Charlie. Uh, Melissa, what, what's her name? Mel, First Lady Melissa snubs, snubs the pre- Look, it's his private matter. I thought you said he's the most powerful man in the world. I thought you said that he cannot be, he can do what he likes. He cannot do what he likes. He is trying to do what he likes. But when he puts his leg here, Charlie, did he contend with him? Puts his leg here, did he contend with Have you seen the one that the one he was meant to build to Mexico, uh, between US and Mexico? Has he built it yet? Hmm. You are very quiet. Me, I'm watching you. I'm just giving you an example. That's the president of the United States. Then you. Room number 22. Adumbi. What freedom are you talking about? Which one? As you have come here, you are what? You are a student. You are under even a TA who qualified last year. Hey! You are under... You are under the porter. Have you not heard how on campus a porter can stand there and say, I will not allow you here to seize your ID card for the room that you have paid for. I thought you said you wanted to be free. You are not even free of a porter. A common porter can stop you. I just have to prove it to some people because they say that hey, in the church there, why is it that there's no freedom in the church? I'm telling you that there's no freedom anywhere. There's no freedom in the world. There's no freedom anywhere. There's no freedom. In so far as we are alive, the way human beings are, if things don't control us, we mess up. We mess up. That's why we kill ourselves on the road like that. Because the controls are not proper. Yeah. Hey. The church has become quiet again. Are you here? And so I want to be free. My father, dear, they will tell you that he has been doing his things. You want to be free? From your father. You shouldn't have come. You shouldn't have come. 
But you see, it's because you don't know how my father is. I don't know how your father is, but I can see you. It's true. And you are a picture of your father. 50% of you is your dad. Regardless of who you think he is, regardless of how you think he is, 50% of him is you. So now this is your bid for freedom. I don't know where you want to go. Hey, my father, he's mad. Hey, so are you, half. <laughs> you see, you must be very careful before you criticize your parents. Careful. Because you don't know what was contending with them at the time. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. So it's because of them that what fought them, it hasn't fought you yet. Hmm. Hey. Are you there? Yeah. Hey, when we come to service, the way that they have been preaching, I can give you the microphone for 10 minutes. Do you know the anointing that you need to control 700 students like you? People whose eye is open on a weekly basis, watching things they should not watch. Do you know what it takes? Hey! Hey! Some of you, you are facing your chief elder on the campus. Be very careful because if we catch you and we put you there, you will suddenly discover that every Saturday you have diarrhea. Yeah. This son of mine, I knew he was a good preacher. And I knew otherwise I won't send him. But he when I sent him, he almost asked me whether you see his respect because he didn't say it like that. He almost asked me, Am I serious? <laughs> Is it not true? He was wondering whether the text had misfired. I mean, like, ah, as we are sitting here, we are all uh, pastors. I mean, why, why, why? Because he knows something you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Conflict. Conflict with authority. And some of us, we are fighting the authorities. In the church, listen, we have fought, huh? we have become disobedient. First hmm. Timothy chapter 2, please, and verse 2. First Timothy 2, 2. Smart and fast. First Timothy 2, 2. Hmm. Allow me to deal with it. Too many disobedient people in the church. Let's go to verse 1 first. First Timothy 2, 1. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks, all these are different types of prayer, be made for all men. Then in verse 2 it tells us the kinds of men. For kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. It is the disobedience to this scripture that has removed life and peace from your life. Because it didn't say go and fight with those in authority. It said those in authority pray for them that we may lead a quiet and what? Peaceable life in all godliness. So as you are rising up there saying my father is some way. It's your lack of prayer. Because even in the same house, when the father is like a roaring bear, even in the same house, you will find that not all the children are treated the same. There is one child who will be peaceable. Every day, peaceable. And then there's another one who will be getting challenge. Hey! This is what we are told to do with authorities. We don't pray for them. We just criticize them. You are criticizing. Have you ever carried that such burdens before? Me, mom, dear, empty, me, yada. Do you know why? Hey, 
as you have come to me, that you couldn't pay your school fees. As MP, I will instruct no school fee pay. Or for this matter, I pay. What again? It came that you are feeling. I will spoil all the rules. Your rent is expired. Go and tell the landlord that I say she let you to be there for now. I can see that it's a pressure I cannot take. Yeah. But we have left them there. Then the prayer we're supposed to do, we are not doing it. And they are messing up big time. Oh, man. Oh, you can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And you are busy there shouting. If you are NDC, then you are shouting. If you are NPP, are they? Neither my NTC, NPC, NPP. I almost said NTC. <laughs> it's not patio. It's how it is to be in authority. And then the people who can change it, who must pray, don't pray. They also join the uh, criticizers and the the serial callers. Ah, yo. Amen. People who undermine authority do not comply with instructions. Hmm. You don't comply with instructions. That's why your marks in school are as they are. The instruction. Ah, but who is that? The people are there. Why are their heads down? Hey. Please, oh. Brother, you can't sleep in my church. There's one more. There's another one. What's he doing? Hey, I beg you. You are tired. Uh, at your age, it's indiscipline that's doing you. When I'm preaching, it's also an instruction. Lift your head up. Yeah. Mm. It's not a class. Maybe when your lectures are teaching, you can be sleeping. But here, dear. Hey, but as we have come to the church, we have come of our own free will. Who told you? Who told you that? God located you. You can't be here if He has not brought you. You cannot. Do you know the number of people who planned yesterday that they are going to church today and they have not come? Hey, don't start. They are now waking up. <laughs> Amen. So when you cannot comply with instructions, you are displaying some satanic characteristics. Yeah. And you will see it constantly. Some people have constant conflict with authority. So at home, they are fighting with their father. In school, Headmaster. As they have come on campus, is their lecturer. As they are there, they and the BC have issues. As they, anybody in authority, they have a problem with them. <laughs> Please, <so. laughs> look. If it is you, and just look straight. Don't worry at all. Hallelujah. Yeah. Eh, but if we do not correct them, how will they know? What, who are you to correct what? You are what? Your first degree cry you have not got. Your BC you'll be correcting. Look at your face like bloody paper. What? Ah, first degree, degree cry when you're trying. Oh, come on. What you talking? Your wife crying is in doubt. If we take it right now, it's a pot that got you there. Don't even start at all. What makes you think you are qualified to take who on? What have you gone through? What have you experienced? What have you built? There's nothing that annoys me more in life than seeing people who have accomplished nothing, built nothing, done nothing, have no nothing. Then you have a mouth. They are criticizing. Be careful. Be careful. Uh, please, so are you saying that uh, I said First Timothy chapter 2? That's what I said. There's one and two. There's one and two. Uh, so are you saying that we should be sitting there so that they'll be spoiling their country? If you had been praying, they won't be spoiling it. I'm preaching, don't worry, I'm preaching. I'm pre- 
Watch out. This is Bishop Dag's words. For those who constantly have problems with parents, with leadership, with authority. Watch out for people who do not like to be told what to do. I have some in my church. Hey! You don't like to be told what to do. When they tell you that the choir is wearing blue jeans and a shirt, you arrive in black skirts and a t-shirt. Yeah. What even pains me are the leaders you have who accept it. You are suddenly quiet now. Yay. Oh, I won't accept at all. You don't have the uniform. Sit down. Have you not noticed that in this church, when we say uniform, they are in uniform? Do you know how they got there? If you like be a leader and don't implement it. As you are there standing, I will send a text to your leader. What is this one doing there? In this house? Yeah, because there are people, all you know how to do is to spoil things. When they are in the uniform, it's nice. Then you, you step out. What is happening is that the Satan in you who doesn't allow the, 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 the agreeing to things and the obeying of instructions, that's what's manifesting. Have you ever gone, when they say they are doing white, white at Kiravi, have you ever gone there and seen somebody in blue before? As you are passing on the road, you were not going to Kiravi. How did you know it was white, white party? As you were passing, everybody was in the white. Hmm. Not what? Not cream. White. White. Everybody who goes to a party will wear. Hmm. Hey, the church has become quiet. Hmm? Watch out for those who cannot stand it when they are guided or counseled. I'm showing you demonic manifestations. Some of you have never received counsel. Why have you not received counsel? Because sometimes the small we have tried, we have seen your reaction. And we have left you. Mm. Hey! Are you in the house or you have traveled? Are you understanding me? Yeah. Hey! When they say you cannot be guided, you cannot be guided. Please, those of you who work, I'll come to you. But today, allow me to deal with some students first. Yeah. Because we are coming to exam time. It was in this church that I reinstituted with the able help of Lady Pastor Eunice Nguini and Pastor Ashong. I instituted prep here. And I said, buy tables. Get chairs. Put them here. I knew that's most of you as university students say, what do they mean? I didn't say anything. I cannot learn in public. I have to go and learn in my writing. All of them, listen. All the people with CWA of 30, 35, 40, 45, 12, they all belong to those who don't come to the prep and cannot learn in public. Yes. Why? Because they could not be guided. I have no problem with somebody who is sitting in his room, his CWA is 80. And he says, I don't come. In fact, don't even come. We'll be under pressure. <laughs> you understand what I mean? We'll be afraid. Uh-huh. You are doing okay and you are blessed. But when your marks are as they are, 51, 51, 45, 40, 
and you have the terimity and you have the mouth and you have the demonic inspiration to tell me that me dear I sit in my room and I learn no wonder that you come and be crying crocodile tears here when I'm praying over you for exams what do you mean you cannot be guided I'm preaching good that's why I had to ask those who are working to allow me today Show Max. Turn to your neighbor and say, Show Max. Ah. It, that's why I'm saying that if your marks are 70, 75, if you have proved what you are saying, isn't it? That I can study on my own. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot. Another instruction. I said, Find a group and join. Hey! Me, I cannot, I cannot do group work. I, I cannot. That's what? They slow you down. I learn better alone. We better alone. And no, nearly 45. Me 40. That's what it has brought us. Go and join a group. You see, it is that you cannot be guided. You cannot be guided. It's a sign the devil has located you and is preaching. No, I'm just sharing with you. You see, that's why I started by giving you the picture of the devil. You won't see him like that. Yeah. You didn't know that that thought was from somewhere. You didn't know. He's priming you to take you down. That's why I brought that book, Your Invisible Enemy. He works through your mind. Yeah. You don't do your quiet time. I am continuing to read. Watch out for those who react angrily to correction. Some are angry already. Watch out for those who go into bad moods after they are told off. You see, when you say, leave me alone, I want to be on my own, it's correction you are avoiding. It's correction you are avoiding. But let me share one secret with you. The day nobody talks in your life again, that they tell God, God, it's time for me to die. I want to go to heaven now for you to live on earth and nobody can talk your matter nobody can advise you nobody can take you on and some of you when you are taken on then you start to manifest nobody likes me everybody hates me if we didn't like you why would we correct you have you seen us walking out on the streets correcting everybody who is doing something wrong have you seen us stop the trusty drivers with the nonsense that they are doing eh, and Asha should tackle the young man over there for me when I'm preaching nobody walks out eh, thank you it's also I'm preaching. It's also correction. Then there are those of you who will say, eh, but you are embarrassing the person. You are not embarrassed to do the wrong thing. Hey, Charlie, I also cannot be embarrassed to tell you the correct thing. And because the church is not correcting what is wrong, the, the whole kingdom of God, the whole church, we are going to the dogs. We are going to the dogs. The things you see in churches, you will not see it among any religion that respects its God. Nowhere. Nowhere. It's only in Christianity you see it. Yeah. Have you seen a Muslim sleeping when they are praying before? How many of you have ever gone? Me, I live 15 years in Islamic area. Have you ever gone to see a Muslim night all night before? Have you seen how they cross their leg and they are laying the macaranta? Who be you to sleep? The baranzin that will touch your back. I hear you. You know. They don't sleep. But Christians, when they come to the church, then you see them sleeping. Try sleeping here. I'm working my way somewhere. Yeah. You are there. Hey. Unless we feed you. Unless we buy this for you. Can you not see that's why your Christianity has become useless? 
You cannot struggle over anything. Some of you to pick transport from where you are to come. You had no problem buying fried rice for the yellow. It's how to pay your transport that was your problem. Too much sauce. Hey! Ah. Allow me to manifest, Kakra. Let's be manifest. Yeah. Because I am a mother of a lot of children. And sometimes when I see your foolishness, I cannot believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Are you there? Yeah. When we correct you, you are not having a bad mood on us. Hey, look. What is the name of this girl who came to talk nonsense online this, uh, on air? Moesha. I promise you, eh, if you go and look in the life of that young lady, she probably has nobody guiding her. And, and, and speaking to her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She probably has no voice of correction. Or if she had, she threw it away. But most likely, the way she could come on air, CNN, Kasana will come as I'm saying, it is, it is, it is. Yeah. She didn't have half of what you had. And that's why her mind is working like that. And everybody is complaining, saying this, 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 this. But that would have been you. But for the correction that you are getting. Yeah. Amen. Some of you, even with my eyes like knife, you can wear a dress as if you are going to a, a nightclub and even come and sit in church with it. Even with this, my eyes. Eh? As you have come to come and serve breath. Sit down. It's true. Even with all that we are saying. <laughs> Some of you young men, you won't cut your hair. You won't shave. You won't bath. The reason why you don't have a wife and you are about to end school and no young lady has said, I want to stay with you, is that you are smelling. <laughs> Many places. <laughs> Many places. Nobody can say it to you. But as you have come, we say it. When we say it, should you be angry? What should you do? Just sort, yeah, just sort yourself out. Have you ever heard us embarrass somebody because of their clothing? Never. Never. We'll just gently try and say, you know, many times we don't even tackle it. We just leave you as you are coming. Then you see that, hmm. Mm. After, mm. then you see the person changing 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 amen so as for correction you should be you should be able to take it I stand where I stand today because of the correction I was given yes one day Bishop Dyer looked at me and told me that the day that you learn to take correction and just accept it without manifesting ladies you know what I mean when I say manifest <laughs> we'll start by crying if the crying doesn't stop the blasting, what next we'll do? We'll change our face. We'll eat. When you see us, then we have made our face. You know, as we are walking, you know, you can see something's wrong with us. Good. So he said to me that if you will learn to take correction without that thing, you'll go far. And I picked what he said. 
And I decided that, Charlie, young lady, you cannot sit here and sleep. I decided that. (laughs) I told you. I decided that for as long as I live, no matter my age, somebody can can talk my matter. And somebody must talk my matter. Yeah. It's a sign that somebody loves you. It's a sign. Hey. Are you there? Watch out for people who don't like their father, don't like their mother. Insult grown-ups. Insult pastors. Ladies, never marry a man who can insult a pastor. Never. Young man, never marry a woman who can insult a pastor. Such a person does not fear God. So when he or she is now doing something, it's not God you'll be able to use to... Uh I don't know if you get my point. Yeah, when all has been said and done, somebody, somebody must be able to talk your matter. Please ask your neighbor who can talk to you. Who? Who can talk to you? Who can talk to you? Who can talk to you? Some people are choking me here. Oh, my pastor, they are choking me here. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? Watch out for people who can stand up to fathers and embarrass them. Mm. I'm just showing you the signs. The signs. You see, some things will stop you from doing certain things. Even as an ordinary person, even outside of the church. Yeah. Wow. You are sitting in a bus. And then a dignity from campus comes on the bus. Let's say a student bus. And then you see that people begin to say things. Students, they begin to say things. They are tricking the person. Don't say something. You should be afraid. In fact, you should even be the people to say, no, we don't do this here. We don't do this here. <laughs> uh, they say I'm on point. <laughs> oh, you're not understanding what I'm saying. We may not like the person in authority. We don't want him to be our uncle and our, or our father. But it takes something to embarrass a person of authority. It takes something. You are a certain type of person. Yeah. You're a certain type of person. Yeah. Yeah. Young man, you accept that the lady can insult her father after she has finished with him know that you are next you are next she will make miss meat of you you just give her time it's true allow a few years to pass hey next time you are the authority figure that she will oh man oh man look we can tell you stories of women who have Face the man publicly. The people listening cry were shy. Hmm. Yeah. Are you there? One young lady who misbehaved, she actually went to sleep outside of her, her marital home. And when her, her own uncles were bringing her back, the things she said. So say after some time, repentance with you, isn't it? The thing will be spoiling. So now, whatever it was, she had left the husband already, things were now spoiling. My husband is one of the people who that's for forgiveness, he'll forgive you. When he now heard that, the lady was trying to say that she would come so that they would take her to her people to go and beg. My husband said, please, I, I will not. I will not go. This going, this one, I will not go. I will not go. Why? Because it's a type of person. Why are you not understanding what I'm saying? Many of us, we may think it all. To say it. Please turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are a fool. You see that, Charlie? <laughs> Unless it's your friend, Pam. 
or you are by an older person and then you turn to the older person and say that mommy and me or the pastor say my mama said I should tell you that no 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 hallelujah I'm ending I'm ending watch out for people who are always having conflict with their boss and this is for those of you who work do not join them you may be seeing what they are seeing but don't join them your cure is first timothy 2 2 and i can give you ex- i mean example after example i'll just give you one example a certain young man was going to work for somebody who is not Ghanaian. the company was owned by a foreigner when he got there on his first day of work he was told that hey this man, man the way he's wicked there eh? He's a very somewhere. So when he came home and he started telling me those things, I, I told him, whatever they said to you, delete. You never heard it. You don't know it. I say, you, how you have been taught to work and how you have been taught to respect authority and how in Lighthouse we will teach you how to be a loyal worker, hard worker, do what is right and form your own judgment. That's what I told him. A few time passed. I don't remember the time frame. One day he came to me and said, Ha, ah, Mommy, you were right, oh. The man is only that he insists on his principle. Do you know that by the time he was having to move out of that town, because eventually he was transferred, but even before that, he could come to his boss on a Friday. Boss, as I'm going home, there's nothing in my pocket, oh. The, the, the wicked boss. And the man would say, eh, Let me see. Let me see. And find money. The boss, could, yeah, the wicked boss could send him to write proposals. He has written proposal. Written, the man has seen how night after night he's working. Money has not yet come. The man said, the way you have worked on that, they come. Please go and see an uh, accountant. This is the wicked, wicked boss. Wicked boss. When it was time to move, he was moving not because the work was transferring him. He was moving because Bishop had transferred us and he and his wife said they were coming some. When he went to say, sir, my wife is moving. He said, I can't go and say he's moving. So I have to move. The boss said, eh, okay, take leave. Go and look for another job. Go to this particular man in that town. If it doesn't work, then you come back. And he came to see the boss and it worked. So even before we had moved, he, I remember we'll call him and we say, ah, we thought we are coming and you are following. But now it's appearing like you are going and we but are you understanding what I'm saying so don't be the one to stand up against the boss against the madam okay? you are here, you are a hairdresser you are, you are an apprentice, you are learning and all the other girls have some attitude don't add don't add what she says do because you see that those are rebellious girls they'll be late, they won't be on time they'll do the wrong thing, they'll steal when they are corrected they say mommy wait here but you will see that if you follow the word of God pray for those who are in authority your story will be different stand to your feet hallelujah stand to your feet wow you want to just bow down your head this afternoon maybe as I was speaking you were saying to yourself I have done wrong I want you to correct yourself in prayer just pray for yourself just pray for yourself. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Tell the Lord, I didn't know. 
I came and met it. I came and met it. They were always insulting my uncle and I joined. I came and met it. Pray. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes this afternoon. Talk to the Lord. Maybe as a result of the things you have done, you are seeing that things have not gone well with you. The marks are not good. You are already reaping some, 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 some things from the negatives that you have done. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Ask him to wash you in the blood of Jesus. Ask him to help you. Ask him to forgive you. I want you at this time to just say, Satan, I dissociate myself from you. I never knew this was one of your characteristics. I will never do this again. I will never do it again. I will never do it again. And ask God to help you. Ask God to help you. Father, forgive us. Forgive us from the times we have resisted correction. Forgive us for the times we have fought against authority. Forgive us for the times, Lord, when we have said and done things we shouldn't have said and done. Oh God, we didn't understand. But thank you for your word that has come to correct us. Help us to be corrected. Help us to do that which is right in the name of Jesus. May we not bear the fruits of our rebellion, oh God. Turn us back to follow you. Turn us back. May we not be devils and may we never harbor a devil in our midst. We thank you in Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. Maybe you are here this afternoon. You've not given your life to Jesus. I need you to give your life to Jesus right now. I need you to give your life to Jesus. Don't wait until you end your life to arrive at the gates of hell to now say, I wish I had done it. Don't wait. You believe in Jesus. The demons also believe and tremble. In order for you to be born again, the Bible says you must confess him. And that is what I am inviting you to do. He says that when you confess him, you are saved and your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And so this afternoon, I want to just give you that opportunity. You are saying, I've been in church, but I was, I'm not sure. I'm not sure of my status. I'm not sure that if it ends now, whether I'll go to heaven. I'm not sure. No problem. Try and be sure now. You want to lift up your right hand and say, I want to receive Jesus. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Just lift up your right hand. I don't want you to think about your friend. I don't want you to think about a neighbor. Just think about yourself. I'm just, I'm not sure, but I want to be sure. Lift up your right hand. We'll pray together. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. We'll pray together. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. Lift up your, now if your hand is lifted up, just come to me. Just come. Find the nearest aisle beside you and come. Just come. I want to pray with you. Come and stand right here in front. You are not sure, but you want to be sure. Please come. You are at the back. You are outside. You can hear me, please. Also, just come. God bless you. Just join me here. God bless you. You are some of you. You have been in life, in church all your life, but you are just not sure. Please, don't go without being sure. Please, keep moving. God bless you. God bless you. Just come. Just come. Separate yourself from your friend and come. Step out. Separate yourself from others and come. Separate yourself and come. God bless you as you come. God bless you as you come. God bless you. I don't know. I'm waiting for one more person. Your heart is beating and you are saying that 
I, I, I don't want to come. I, I am shy. Break out of the shyness and come. Don't let the enemy hold you. God bless you. God bless you. Just come. God bless you. Thank you. If you're standing in front here, I want you to pray this prayer with me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for these ones who have come to give their lives to you. May they never turn back. Watch over them. Help them. Move them ahead, O oh God. Let them follow you all the days of their lives. And let them be happy that they did. In Jesus' name. Amen.